0: Hi everyone, this is Emery Frye. Welcome to today's Speakers Bureau devotional podcast for October 17th, 2023. Today's devotion is titled Jonah or Jesus, and our key verse is this, For as Jonah was assigned to the Ninevites, so also will the Son of Man be to this generation. Nineveh repented at the preaching of Jonah, and now something greater than Jonah is here. Luke 11, 29 and 32. One of my favorite books in the Bible is the book of Jonah, and I promise that that's only partially because of the VeggieTales movie. What a fascinating little book in four short chapters you've not only got the makings of a biblical adventure but you've got rich symbolism which points to the messiah hard lessons for the believers struggling against god's calling and mercy and a mysterious cliffhanger that leaves me wondering but wait that can't be the end did jonah ever repent or learn his lesson what happens next Jonah is one of the handful of Old Testament characters who Jesus himself references by name in the Gospels. For if Jesus is truly the fulfillment of the Law and the Prophets, as Scripture says, then that would include this cowardly, grumbling, runaway prophet, Jonah. Of course, similar to how Jesus is described as the second Adam, Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of God's original design and purpose. Jonah can only serve as a reflection of humanity's fallen nature and God's sovereign will. Maybe you've heard it said that God doesn't need to use you to carry out his plans and purposes, but he wants to use you. Well, after reading through Jonah, I noticed something even more specific. God doesn't need your will to use you for his will. Think about it. Throughout the book of Jonah, this prophet, fights at every turn against God's will, yet the whole time God still uses him to carry out his will. When Jonah finally does obey by traveling through the city proclaiming that Nineveh will be overturned, his heart is clearly not in it as he hopes for their destruction. Yet God still uses Jonah's short sermon to instill repentance and redeeming transformation among the people of Nineveh. I encourage you to go check out what the Bible Project says about the word overturned in Jonah's sermon. And I'm going to put that link in the notes for this podcast. See, despite all of Jonah's bitterness, God still used his bitter prophet to carry out God's will. I can't help but think what Jonah could have done if he'd only changed his heart posture. When Jonah heard God's calling to go to the ends of the earth, What if he didn't run from God's will when it looked scary and demanded self-sacrifice? He could have gone immediately and wholeheartedly to preach the good news of God's mercy and forgiveness to a people who don't deserve it. But wait, that kind of sounds like Jesus. In the sea storm, Jonah could have gone joyfully to the waters as a sacrifice to save the repentant pagans on board, willingly entering the tomb of the sea, where the fish's belly waited like death to carry him for three days. Wait, that's sounding like Jesus again. In Nineveh, Jonah could have walked deliberately into a city rotten with sin, declaring that the kingdom of God is at hand, repent and believe, and then welcomed the repentant people into the family of God. I think you see what I'm doing. Jesus is foreshadowed everywhere. So what's my point? The book of Jonah reveals that God's sovereignty is so great that the actions of a sinful man will only point to the actions of a sinless man. When we walk this earth as God's ambassadors, God will use us, and we can either look like Jonah or look like Jesus. Which would you rather look like? At the end of Jonah, we see the prophet sitting on a hill, speaking at God in complaint and accusation, waiting for the destruction of a sinful city, which God has chosen to grant mercy. At the end of the gospels, we see the son of God dying on a hill, speaking with God in humility and grace, looking down at a sinful people, which he, as God, has chosen to grant mercy. Both men obeyed God, one bitterly and one willingly. Jonah is rebuked by God. Jesus is elevated by God. I am so often choosing to live life like Jonah, even when I am technically walking in obedience according to God's calling. But what if I chose to live life like Jesus? Scripture says in Philippians two fourteen through fifteen. Do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. As we carry out God's calling in our lives to proclaim the message he gives us, may we walk joyfully and humbly in obedience even when obedience is challenging or dangerous or painful even when obedience means surrendering our bitterness and taking on the cross of forgiveness may we make every effort to obey and live like Jesus friends, thank you for joining us for today's Speakers Bureau devotional podcast. I hope you'll join us again next week. May you have a wonderful day. I am praying for you and I love you. God bless you.